0: Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, powered by Overtime Media. I am Jake Cook, Orawski senior writer. We are joined today by John McNamara, recruiting analyst, editor, publisher for BadgerBlitz.com. Of course, again, your Rivals.com destination for all things Wisconsin athletics, on the recruiter from the recruiting trail inside Camp Stadium and on the court of the Kohl Center. Been a busy week for recruiting. Uh, Also, for those that are listening, we are recording on a Saturday afternoon. John had a little bit of some news on our BadgerBlitz.com forum, some some what he's hearing about a particular transfer quarterback. We're going to get to that teaser in a little bit, but there's been a lot of recruiting news. We haven't really talked about just all the offers that have been going out for Wisconsin uh, for the football program. Also looking at, you you know, for both the 2023 and 2024 class. But, John, let's start off with this 2023 class getting its first commitment just across state borders uh, in Illinois. Tyler Jancy, you know, good for Wisconsin to get off, you know, the not having, you know, get the goose egg, if you will, in terms of commits for the 2023 class. And they go and grab a three-star linebacker from Batavia, Illinois.
1: Yeah, Jansey's a kid that Wisconsin saw at camp in the summer. And then he visited shortly after that, picked up the offer from the Badgers, and the staff got him on campus twice in the fall. And then, you know, really at that point, you know, Wisconsin had kind of solidified itself as as the front runner in his recruitment. And um, you know, he made an early commitment to Wisconsin, obviously, um, on Thursday. He announced news on Friday. So, like you said, Jake, commit number one for Wisconsin in this 2023 class. Um, You know, it's maybe not a a commit that's going to move the needle a ton because Wisconsin was Jancy's only Power 5 commit. Uh, I'm sorry, Wisconsin was Jancy's only Power 5 offer at the time of his commitment. But, you know, you look at the tape, he seems like a pretty good fit for what Wisconsin wants to do. And, again, you know, Wisconsin's had pretty good luck of getting kids – on campus for camp, making that evaluation and offering based on what they saw in person. So, you know, if you trust the eye of Bob Bostad, this seems like a pretty good gift for Wisconsin to start off its 2023 class.
0: Exactly. And so I guess, you know, when it comes to this, how did that relationship with Wisconsin progress to the point of making the decision? And just what type of role does he fill being that number one commit, you know, the first commit in this 2023 class? What does it mean, you know, both on and off the field?
1: Yeah, it's, it's big to have someone in place. You know, a lot of times, maybe not a lot of times, but, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's a quarterback, and the quarterback kind of assumes the leadership um, in that class. But, you know, it certainly doesn't have to be. But, you know, Jancy was asked about that when Clint Cosgrove from Rivals um, asked him about being number one, and he said, you know, I'm going to come in, I'm going to work, and I'm also going to help recruit, you know, and help this be Wisconsin's best class. You know, that's, that's kind of par for the course for guys who – our early commits, they usually say that same thing. So, um, you know, just how much he goes about doing that will be interesting. Um, You know, what he's able to do, who he's able to talk to, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think he will play a role in that. I think he understands that and he wants to do uh, that. You know, in terms of where he fits in this class, uh, you know, I wrote about it in our commitment 101 piece. He could very well, and again, there's a lot of time here he, but he could be the only scholarship linebacker Wisconsin takes in this class. Um, again, there's a long time to go, and there could be attrition on the current roster. But, you know, I guess in the previous two classes, if you're looking at 2020 and 2021, you know, Wisconsin loaded up at that position. So, you know, there's a lot of good young talent there. Obviously, they have to replace two starters and Leo Chanel and Jack Sanborn. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of young talent there. They only went with Aiden Vaughn as this their scholarship guy in this 2022 class, and then Jancy and maybe someone else later in the cycle could be at, at, at middle linebacker in 2023. So, again, I say for the third time, there's a long way to go. A lot can change, but it's it just isn't a huge position of need. And I think Jancy fills fills the hole that Wisconsin likely has there. And if you if you just look at the scholarship numbers there, for a, for a big chunk of time, Jancy was the only projected inside linebacker that wisconsin had offered um they went out and offered a four-star kid from uh i believe pennsylvania this week looks like he's leaning towards penn state and notre dame so i don't know how much of a factor wisconsin will be but again i think if you you look at the recruiting numbers it kind of shows what i'm saying is it's not a big position of need but you know obviously you you want to get someone in there and, and jancy um is a really good fit in my opinion
0: all right so you know we talked about jancy A little bit of breaking news, and we didn't talk about this before we started recording, but as you and I were talking about the latest commitment for Wisconsin, that was not from the transfer portal, that was actually part of recruiting for high school, looks like first breaking it from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Jeff Patrikas, Bobby Ingram is with the Badgers' new offensive coordinator. Bruce Feldman from The Athletic uh, also is reporting this, uh, and then also taking a look at the Wisconsin state journals, Colton Bartholomew says, UW official confirms Bobby Ingram has been hired as Badgers new offensive coordinator. So let's transition real quick to this before we take a quick break, Wisconsin, you know, this name has been out there for a while. Obviously the, the father of Wisconsin cornerback Dean Ingram came from the Baltimore Ravens, you know, for, spent five seasons as a wide receivers coach, m- you know, mentored Mike Wallace, Steve Smith, senior Went to tight ends. Mark Andrews has been a force at tight end uh, over the past three years. Now, coming back to the college ranks where he coached, you know, he was the wide receivers coach and coached Tyler Boyd uh, for when he was at Pitt underneath who? Paul Christ uh, back from the 2013, or 2012, yeah, 2012 2013 seasons. Uh, and obviously, a huge career at Penn State and in the end of NFL. John this it seems like a a good hire for Wisconsin and it'll be interesting to see just what type of wrinkles you know and what influence he could have on this offense.
1: Yeah, I like the move. Um I, I guess I was I thought it was a good opportunity for Wisconsin to go and get an offensive coordinator, you know, based on what happened this past season. I think it's a lot to ask of any head coach, you know, at the Power 5 level or any any head coach that just coaches college football in general to, you know, take a position uh, group like Paul Chris did with the quarterbacks and then to take, you know, the play calling duties. That's just, that's a lot on his plate. So um, yes, Bobby Ingram is now in place, but there's, there's a lot more question marks I think that need to be addressed. And I think we'll get those answers soon, but you know, does he take a position group? And I think he will, you know, his experiences with tight ends and, and wide receivers, at both the the pro and the college level, um, you know, does he take one of those spots on that staff and then you move Mickey Turner or do you move Elvis Whitted, which I think is, is unlikely. Um, so, you know, I think there's, there's some shuffling parts there behind the scenes that, um, you know, Wisconsin's going to have to iron out, but you know, you like the NFL experience um, with that being said, he hasn't called plays. So how much of, you know, the play calling does does Paul Chris keep, you know, on his plate and, you know, how do those two mesh together? Um, I would imagine that, you know, Paul and, and Bobby are, are on the same page about a lot of things. Otherwise, I don't think that either side would have kind of pursued this move. So it'll be very interesting to see, you know, what Bobby Ingram and, you know, what he did with the Ravens, what he did with a mobile dual threat quarterback can kind of mesh into Paul Chris pro style scheme. I don't think you'll see huge sweeping Gary Anderson as changes, but I, I would assume and hopefully see that, you know, some new wrinkles, um, you know, just different ideas. I, I always thought that this is an opportunity to provide a different lens on Wisconsin's offense. And I think Bobby Ingram is a good person to be behind
0: that lens. Absolutely. you, you talked about the position groups, you know, Jeff Patrikas is, he's reporting that, you know, his officials position, Uh, is still needs to be ironed out, apparently. Uh, And as Jeff says verbatim from his tweet, some moving pieces behind the scenes. Again, we'll see what happens. UW still has not officially announced uh, the hire via a press release. And, of course, turn to BadgerBlitz.com. For more, I know uh, I've talked to, and I'll tease this out, I talked to Kevin Zeitler, former Wisconsin offensive lineman, who has played now 10 years in the NFL, which is crazy. Uh, I feel extremely old. Uh, after that. Uh, but I've talked to Kevin throughout the years and guess what? He is now, uh, why did I talk to him about this? Well, he played for the Baltimore Ravens during the 2021 season when Bobby Ingram uh, obviously was the tight ends coach for Baltimore. So uh, I get, you know, I asked him some thoughts there. Uh, we'll have that up later this weekend. Uh, and I'm guessing uh, depending upon uh, how we roll, but it, we, I talked to him about that. So we'll have something up in the next, probably a couple days or depend on our schedules uh, and whatnot too. So just a little teaser for y'all there, uh, John, let's take a quick break and come back and uh, we'll tease the other thing that you uh, published on the Badgers den forum regarding uh, a certain transfer quarterback and what you're hearing, but we'll be back in just a second folks on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast.
1: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice,
0: We are back here on the badger blitz.com podcast Some breaking news as we record uh, as John and I took a a quick break also to kind of gather ourselves for what we will provide in terms of coverage coming up. But, you know, first and foremost, even before the reports that Bobby Ingram has signed on to be the new Wisconsin offensive coordinator, and we have sent an, you know, an email out to a UW official for official confirmation on that, um, you know, John had posted something in the Badgers den and we talked about that. That's our subscriber exclusive forum. So when you subscribe to BadgerBlitz.com, you receive access to this where you hear things going on. John provides great discussion and, and, and just reports and information. And John, you posted something earlier today about a certain transfer quarterback. I'll let you take it from here and in a bit of teaser and, and what fans should do if they want more information.
1: Yeah. Uh, so obviously, Wisconsin fans have been following the Caleb Williams uh, story. And I'll be honest, you know, when Williams announced his transfer from Oklahoma, uh, you know, I, at that point, it didn't seem like there was any chance Wisconsin being involved. It just didn't really make sense in any front. And then it started to gain some steam, um, you know, with some other outlets reporting a few things about connections. And um, you know, really, now that we're talking about Bobby Ingram, I think that's that's a big piece to this because you know there's a connection between Williams and his family and Bobby Ingram and his family and the, just you know a genuine friendship there um, that that kind of goes back to um, you know their their time in Maryland and you know Dean Ingram played with with Caleb Williams. So, I mean, there's 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 certainly connections there. So you know, obviously that's in place now. But Wisconsin has hired Bobby Ingram and. You know, if if this was not happening in terms of like the Ingram hire, I don't, I don't see this situation even being talked about. But you know, even even when that was going on, you know, a week or two ago, it, it still seemed like USC just made too much sense. Um, you know, it Lincoln Riley's there. Um, Dort is a Jackson Dort. He he transfers out right away. You know that which would indicate that he was given a in uh, an indication that you know Caleb Williams is coming in you know with Lincoln Riley at some point but um yeah you know getting a chance to talk to you know not just one but a few people um and then one really this morning which is Saturday morning that uh made me you know feel good enough about putting uh, a lot of that stuff on our message board about you know what's really going on behind the scenes between Wisconsin and Caleb Williams so um you know I feel good about what you know we we put on the message board and um you know, I, I posted it and then I, I put my headphones in and, you know, went and took my dog for for a walk and I came back and uh, got the phone back out and it, it seems to have kind of taken on a life of its own. But again, I, I think that if, if you're someone that's been with the site for a while, if you if you read our stuff for a while, it's you know, we don't go and put things out there to get clicks. I think that, you know, when when you know myself or you jake or ben or, or raul when we put something out it's it's because we feel good about it and we feel, feel good about reporting that so um you know i would i would encourage wisconsin fans to take a look um again it, it's not uh, you know a two-line thing where it says caleb williams likes wisconsin he's gonna end up there i think there's there's more to that and i think there's a lot of meat on that bone so um, i would encourage wisconsin fans to to hop on there and check out what we wrote and then also join in on the discussion as well. I think there's some good stuff from from some knowledgeable posters um, that are that are kind of chiming in and, and sharing their viewpoint viewpoint on things as well. So um, again, yeah, it's it's got some traction right now on social media. And then if you want to see what's actually going on, you know, hop into the Badgers Den and check it out for yourself.
0: Absolutely. So again, BadgerBlitz.com, WisconsinRivals.com. You get that information and. Like I said, it's a busy, crazy time, a busy, intriguing off season for Wisconsin. I don't feel like we've had that that often. I know there's been, you know, in the past couple of years, there's been changes with the, the staff and, and just who may or may not become an assistant coach here. But uh, this has been the most, uh, I think, eventful uh, when it comes to coaching changes. Plus, uh, obviously, the transfer portal has been big for Wisconsin, bringing in currently five new players, uh, you know, a kicker three defensive backs, a wide receiver. So, again, go to BadgerBlitz.com. Check out more uh, coming up. If we have, obviously, more information, we will let everybody know. But let's switch gears to recruiting again. And, John, just it's been a busy couple of weeks, not just for Wisconsin talking about the team itself, but going out there and recruiting. And traveling, we've seen the tweets, we've seen the high schools tweet out the the logos of Wisconsin. Where has Wisconsin been the past couple of weeks? And just how many frequent flower miles do you perceive them having after the after this week?
1: Yeah, quite a bit. Um, you know, people think that when the season ends, um, you know, that nothing happens until uh spring camp kicks up in you know, mid-March, I guess. And uh that's not the case because the evaluation period goes on um and we're just coming kind of the final hours of it here. Um, so Wisconsin, uh, it, like you said, Jake, they've, they've been all over the country um, handing out new offers, um, you know, not only just in this 2023 class, but 2024. And I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, that they offered a kid from Missouri and he's the first offer they've extended in 2025 class, which um, seems like a long ways away. But again, you, you know, the, Wisconsin, that was their first offer in that class. But you go click on his profile. And he's got like 10 plus offers, so um, you know, certainly someone who's established already and um, will be a big time player at whatever school he ends up at. But yeah, you know, Wisconsin's been a lot of high schools, you know, you, you saw them go, you know, like you know, really all over the place. Yeah, you know, New Jersey, they're at Florida, obviously spent some time in Illinois. You know, Paul Chris was down there, and I think that's how the, the Janzy commitment went down, where you know, Tyler's able to tell Paul Chris in person. Um, you know, they've been on the west coast, so all over the place. And they've extended a good amount of offers, uh, in this 2023 class. Um, you know, one, I think, you know, just kind of going into our next segment here, I, they, they extended an offer to Darius, uh, Taylor, uh, running back from Michigan, the same high school as Aiden Vaughn. Um, you know, from the group of, of just these recent offers, I'd keep an eye on him because they're going to get him on campus for Wisconsin's junior day, which is March 6th. I believe that's a Sunday. Um, so, you know, again, there's there's a lot of offers that have went out, and you know, some I think will stick, and you know, Wisconsin can move forward. Others maybe not, but you know, from the last just couple of days, Taylor's a guy to keep an eye on because of that connection they have to that high school, and it being a position of need certainly in this 2023 class.
0: Right, and even talking to a couple of like looking at a couple of the offers this morning, Joe Crocker, a four-star offensive lineman out of Tennessee, another four-star player, uh, Ronan uh, Hannafin out of massachusetts he's a projected wide receiver according to rivals uh but yeah you know number 217 player in the in this 2023 class upcoming uh and even a, a cornerback in jonas uh Declona, three-star prospect out of florida around naples why is that kind of prevalent well ches malusi played at naples he's from southwest florida wisconsin has those connections down there obviously jake cheney a you know true freshman this past season out of lehigh acres from cape coral area that's all in that fort myers naples area too anything about those three that stand out
1: yeah i not not as much maybe in terms of uh you know where they where they stand with taylor um, you know the the kid from Lehigh, like you talked about, Jake. I, I think there's a connection there, and obviously Wisconsin has done well with cornerbacks from the South Florida area. So, um, you know, he was someone that I think that's been on uh, Jim Leonard's radar, Hank Botet's radar for a while, and they pulled the trigger in an offer. Um, you know, you, you, we've been trying to catch up with as many kids as we can, and there, you know, it's it's been a really busy stretch here. So, um, you know, those guys um, that you mentioned, we're, we're going to try to connect with at some point. A uh, few from that group, I think, are long shots. But again, uh, we'll do our best to catch up with them, connect with them, and see where Wisconsin stands in their recruitment. But again, you know, you go to South Florida, you have a cornerback there that you know, Wisconsin usually goes there for 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 that piece of its defense. So I think that he could certainly be someone that Wisconsin looks at. Maybe you know, gets on campus at some point in the spring or f- uh, even the summer for from potentially a visit.
0: And then you know, going for, forward with this. 2024 offers, man, uh, you're looking at, you know, a couple of wide receivers this past week, uh, you know, Tysir Denmark, a uh, four-star player out of Philadelphia, uh, also another Pennsylvania player, Peter Gonzalez, uh, and then also a cornerback. I mean, go, talking about mid Atlantic region right here, Brandon Lee, a cornerback out of Maryland too.
1: Right. And it, it's, it's interesting where those offers are taking place, uh, you know, Pennsylvania on, on the East coast as well. Um, you know, that's that seems to be a place that speaking of Pennsylvania Wisconsin is has tried to get a footing in it hasn't really been able to do so you know so they certainly haven't given up in that state um, you know Penn State obviously does an excellent job of of not only recruiting inside the state but that kind of region as well um, you know the, the you know what would it be the east side of the Midwest there and then the East Coast in general as well so um, you know, Wisconsin's identifying like you said Jake some kids in that 2024 class um, as priority guys and you know the next step then is is to hopefully get them on campus for visits and you know be able to, be able to show what the university has to offer.
0: Now, oh, just real quick, too, and apologies if I misheard. Is there any talk about that junior day? Are you, you're saying something in March, perchance? Then,
1: yeah, the junior day for for Wisconsin uh, is going to be March sixth. Uh, so I have a thread right now on the message board where we've been adding some names to that list and. Uh, Like I said, Taylor's on there. Um, I'll give you a few more names. Tyler Gant, who has Wisconsin in his top five, is on there. Uh, Alex Moda, um, he's a kid from Iowa uh, who is on there, can play on either side of the ball. Um, And then there's going to be, obviously, more names added uh, to that list. So uh, you can hop on to the Badgers' den after you get done reading about Caleb Williams. You can check out the guest list for uh, the – the junior day on March 6th. And, you know, the last junior day that Wisconsin had, I think, was all the way back Um – I'm in pandemic mode right now. It was 20 – March
0: 2020. Yeah, so, like, right, right
1: before the world shut yeah. down.
0: And they had
1: <laughs> – I think it was, like, Bowlers and Daryl
0: Peterson. Yep. Jack Q. Hunter Waller. Yeah, guys. If my memory
1: serves me correctly. And that was kind of like – the lasting visit that these dudes had in their head as they went then and college campuses shut down and visits shut down. And uh, yeah, I mean, that seems honestly like it's 10 years ago, but it wasn't that long ago. So, um, you know, it was an important time in 2020 because they, they locked up a lot of kids who were on campus for that date. I'm not saying that the kids that they have, you know, in 2022 who are coming for the junior day are going to do the same thing, but you know, obviously getting kids on campuses is, is big for Wisconsin and, you know, being able to show them around, all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, just talking about junior days and reminded me of that last one, uh, which they had a lot of success with. And, you know, they had some big time kids on campus for that one as well.
0: John, before we let you go, what else we, I mean, with all this news kind of breaking as we're recording, uh, what else do we have coming up in terms of recruiting talk? Uh, obviously the new hire of, uh, you know, Bobby Ingram. Uh, and again, we'll, Obviously, you know, have more coming up once Wisconsin confirms with us about that hire being official. Uh, but what what do, you, what do we have coming up this week and, and beyond at BadgerBlitz.com?
1: Yeah, you know, it's going to be recruiting heavy where there's a, there's a handful of guys who I was able to speak with, you know, some guys who were offered, other guys who just had Wisconsin at their school um, that I just haven't been able to sift through and get on the site yet because, um, you know, it's been a busy couple of days. So um, it's really just kind of cleaning out the notebook in terms of guys that we're able to talk to. Um, obviously, you want to take a deeper dive into that Bobby Ingram news. Um, you know, we, we do want to find out what position group people take over. Um, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't think Paul Chris is going to really give us much. I mean, you might just get a statement from him, and it, I sh- it's certainly not going <laughs> to uh, let anyone know what's really going to go on in terms of play calling and responsibility, and anything like that. I would imagine. Um, but again, I think there's there's a lot to be gleaned from that. Um, you know, in terms of his position group, um, then you turn to recruiting and, you know, where does he recruit? Does he stay, in, you know, in that Baltimore area, the surrounding area there? I think that would make sense. Um, you know, is he going to recruit quarterbacks? Um, is he just going to recruit that area? Is he going to recruit the, you know, the tight ends if he ends up the tight ends coach there? So I think there's a lot more. Yes, we know Bobby Ingram going to be the coordinator. We, I think we've known that for at least a week. Um, but you know, his title, I think will say a lot about, you know, how Wisconsin proceeds with them moving forward. And again, I, I think there will be more news about the staff beyond just Ingram. Um, you know, I don't know if we'll get that sooner or later, but again, you know, there's, there's potentially more room on the staff for at least one more hire. I shouldn't say at least, but potentially one more hire. Um, I think there's still a lot of stuff to shake out. It's not just, Yeah, Bobby Ingram's there now. Wisconsin staff is set. I do think there's more to it. I think we're going to hear more about that, you know, the next week or two or so.
0: Absolutely, and folks, you can hear more on BadgerBlitz.com. What John writes on the recruiting trail, but also what he's heard. Obviously, again, the what he heard about Wisconsin and transfer quarterback Caleb Williams. Go to you know BadgerBlitz.com. Subscribe. Go into that Badgers Den and hear more uh, from what uh, John has reported there. Of course, wisconsin.rivals.com uh, for our, this podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen, please subscribe there. Subscribing to that is free, as is our YouTube channel. We're up, up near 750 subscribers there. That's free. Uh, later, you know, the, uh, coming up in just a few days or so, we'll have my interviews with John Chanel. Uh, the Wisconsin fullback, talked to him last week about a bunch of uh, topics uh, as he now is going to be a dad, uh, to be. And then on top of that, preparing for the NFL, uh, and much more there. Plus we'll have obviously more as more news breaks, uh, here for Wisconsin, uh, both Wisconsin football recruiting and basketball too, which we didn't even get into basketball today. So we'll have that hopefully maybe, uh, coming up this week, but on that note, folks, we're going to let you go, uh, for John McNamara, this is Jake Okorowski. Thanks again for listening and take care. We'll talk to you soon.